Hey everybody, welcome to episode one of Unlocked and Unloaded. Um, disclaimer, I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, I did not plan to do a podcast alone. Uh, nobody knows I'm doing this. Um, I just kind of picked it up and decided that this was my life now. <laughs> So I'm going to do my best to drop my customer service voice and we are going to dig in and I'm excited and I hope you guys are too. Um, So I'm going to just give you a little information about myself in case you don't know me. I am 28 and I am a mom of three young boys. Uh, I work a lot and I have been isolated indoors like most of us have been the last year and however many months, um, which I'm sure is driving everybody crazy. I know it's driving me crazy. Um, So yeah, I am just going to dive into this and I'm going to see what happens. And if I fall on my face, that's okay. Um, And y'all can fall on your faces with me. So let's do it. Uh, Today, I think I'm going to kick it off with talking about when shit just doesn't work, when it just doesn't work out. That being relationships or, you know, um, family shit or when like your schedule is completely derailed um, or when you like are so looking forward to something and it just doesn't happen the way that like you want it to or whatever. Um, it's hard. It's so hard, you know? Like, I think about relationships, right? We can tackle that first. So, looking back at my past, you figure I had my first boyfriend probably in, oh, geez, probably in middle school. And I can't even tell you the amount of times I stayed in a relationship with somebody that I was so just not compatible with. And it was a train wreck. And I always wondered, I always, and I remember thinking to myself every single time, why the fuck is this not working? What is not working? Is it me? Is it him? Is it, you know, whatever. And I realized that you know, as an adult, of course, it took me all these years to figure this out. But I realized that like some people just are not compatible. And like, that's okay. You know, so like, when you find yourself like, in something where you have an entirely different view on life, or you have an entirely like different set of like, morals or the way that you live and do things like, that's just incompatibility. Like if there's if there's a way that like you communicate love to somebody or like even the way that you define love or whatever and like your partner is entirely different from you like that's okay and like sometimes that works but sometimes you're just not compatible and that's nobody's fault and it took me such a long time to realize that that like it's nobody's fault when shit just doesn't work like it just doesn't work And I don't know if y'all can hear it, but my neighbor's vacuuming upstairs. Love you, neighbor, if you're listening. Um, But (laughs) just in case you hear it, that's going on up there. Um, But yeah, so 
transitioning from, you know, shit not working in relationships, like schedules for me have always been super important. Like I, I'm never good at sticking to them, but when somebody else makes a plan or somebody else is like, yo, this is what's going to happen when it's going to happen and how it's going to happen. Like I fully prepare myself to like have that thing happen when they say it will, you know? And so like scheduling things for me has always been a really difficult thing because if I make the schedule, I can't stick to it for the life of me, you know? And I was diagnosed with inattentive ADHD, uh, shout out to my ADHDers out there. Um, and so, you know, I can dive into that another day and how it affects me. And I'm sure like plenty of you guys can relate, but as far as like ADHD with scheduling, oh Lord, <laughs> it's not great. So I usually try to keep my schedule loose because if I don't, it never happens. Like the things just don't happen. But on the flip side, I'm a damn hypocrite because when somebody schedules something with me, I am so hard pressed to make sure that like that schedule is stuck to even if I can't manage to show up on time and it's so bad. So like I don't deal with like not having a schedule go as planned very well. And that may be like just a character flaw on my end, but also I'm sure that like I'm not the only one that feels this way. <laughs> like there's no way that I'm the only one on the face of this earth that is like fuck this when plans don't go the way that they were supposed to. For example, I am currently carless, right? And so I have been waiting for this vehicle to be delivered to me for like two weeks now. And it was supposed to be here on Monday, right? So today is what? Thursday? It was supposed to be here on Monday. And I got a last minute text about how it was delayed and I had to reschedule it. So I go on, I reschedule this, this like a car appointment because it's like one of those car vending machine things. Right. And it's like, Oh, the earliest thing is Friday. So I was like, oh, okay, Friday, fine. And it's like waiting for an Amazon package or something. Like you sit there and you're just like staring at your email waiting for updates or like, or like you sit there and you're like, looking at your text messages, like waiting for something to be like, oh, it's on its way, but like it doesn't come and you're just like, what's going on? And so like, I don't know about you, but for me, it is so stressful and so like just anxiety packed to like have to sit there and wonder like, are they going to cancel on me again? Are they, and this is plans in general, yo, like it's, are they going to cancel on me again? Are they going to, you know, to delay things again. Like how long is my life going to be on hold waiting for these plans? Like it drives me insane. And like, maybe that's just very type A of me, but I don't know if y'all are familiar with the personality types, but you got your type A, you got your type B. Type A is pretty much like the tightly wound, like me of the universe where it's just like, <laughs> you're constantly like high, strong and anxious and like, like, organized. I'm not organized, but that's, you know, 
personal quirk and uh, you know all that stuff so like you're very like go 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 all the time and like tense and then type b is very mellow and laid back and go with the flow and things like that um so yeah so maybe maybe this whole schedule thing is like very type a of me um but it kind of just is what it is right um (laughs) so when shit just doesn't work out for me it's it's kind of rough like it's internally rough but I do deal with this like shame surrounding disappointment and I was talking to a friend about it you know uh earlier in the week when this appointment got canceled and I was like hey you know it's weird because I don't like to really talk about being disappointed I don't like to like come out and be like, yeah, I'm very like disappointed in this thing and I'm let down because for some reason for me, there's like shame that surrounds feeling, oh gosh, feeling like disappointed. And I'm not sure where that comes from. Like it's probably a childhood thing or, you know, um, my parents were, just emotionally like not great which again is a conversation for a different episode um but you know I I don't know where it comes from but it's just it's really terrible because when I feel like I'm let down I don't feel like I can have a conversation with somebody about it not even the people that are closest to me and so I'm also not good at internalizing things you know hence why I now have a podcast um of just me having conversations with myself. (laughs) But, you know, um, it's a strange thing for me to have to recognize that I can't hold these things in. And so I hold them in until I feel like I'm so upset that I need to talk to somebody about them. And then when I finally do, I feel embarrassed. And like, y'all can leave comments and let me know like if you feel this way as well. But it it really is a thing that I experience all the time. And like realistically, like shit not going your way is like just a part of life. Like it's a thing that just like happens and we can't really control that. And we shouldn't try to control that. You know, that's part of the beauty of when things do go right is, is the fact that we get to sit here and be like, fuck yeah, like this finally worked out. Like we don't have to worry about this anymore. Like this is amazing. Like we have this thing that we've been waiting for this whole time or like we got to meet this person or we got to like go do this thing that we've been waiting for for so long. And like the urgency of our culture now and our society like makes it so much harder to be able to say that and like genuinely believe it and feel it. But it's true. It's just so much easier said than done. And like, I feel like the embarrassment and the shame that I feel with that kind of comes from like the inability to process my own emotions. And so when I'm sitting there thinking like, like, oh gosh, I was just really disappointed. Like, let me talk to somebody about this. Like, I feel like part of me feels like I don't deserve to be disappointed. Like part of me feels like, Like, oh, you know, just be happy that you're like where you're at and like get over it. And then another piece of me feels like it's, um, I'm like afraid people are going to feel bad for me. And like, I don't want people to pity me, which is 
a weird dynamic because like obviously it's comforting when people are like oh are you okay can I help you but also it's like such a weird feeling for me personally to like have people want to like comfort you and I think that that comes from like growing up not really feeling very like emotionally or mentally comforted and and recognized and validated and so like when I look at my life now and I think about like all these things that surround like that shouldn't be shameful but feel shameful to me like it really does come down to like how emotionally validated I felt when I was younger and I mean the answer to that is like I didn't you know um And I can get into that stuff, I keep saying in a later episode, but for the people that know me, you understand what I'm saying. And for the people that don't know me, I will deep dive into all of this stuff at another time. Um, I am currently recording from my couch in a dark corner while I'm on break from work. So (laughs) I will get into that another time, I promise. But um It's something that I'm working on breaking because I don't want that wall up. I don't want to wall myself off whenever I feel disappointed. I don't want to continue to fake being okay and being happy when I'm not okay and I'm not happy. And I feel like that's something we all really need to strive for is we all need to, to really like take a seat, you know, in a, in our supportive circles, you know, and this is all figurative obviously because like COVID and nobody's in groups. But, um, you know, we need to take a seat like in the center of this like figurative circle of, of support and we need to just let it out. We need to let it the fuck out because we all keep holding on to these things. And yes, I'm calling all of you out because I know we all do this. I know we do for sure. Whether we feel shame around it or not, I know we do this. We all bottle things up. And we keep to ourselves thinking that it's either not important enough to talk to people or people are going to like, you know, think that we're stupid or they're going to think that like we're just being dramatic or whatever the fuck it is. And like we stop ourselves from expression because of that. And I think that it's a thing that needs to be torn down for men, for women, for, for, you know, however you identify um it it just we as people need to be able to express how we feel when we're feeling it and like we need to be able to like learn to respond to situations rather than react to them and i believe that the only way to do that is to be able to talk in a healthy way we need to be able to communicate the way that we feel you know, when this disappointment happens, when this shame is occurring, when we feel embarrassed, that way we don't feel like we have to lash out. We don't have to bottle up. We don't have to build a tower around ourselves in hopes that nobody ever sees like the fact that we're human and we we fall sometimes, you know? And I think that that's something that I've been on a long journey with um, and only recently have have broken any kind of ground on. Um, and it it's just, it's liberating to feel like you can go to somebody and say, this hurt my feelings rather than getting angry and, and, you know, pointing a finger in somebody's face and like blaming someone for something that like may be an internal issue. And again, like that's all of us. We all do that. None of us are perfect. We're all human beings. Like it makes sense, but that doesn't make it healthy. 
And so I believe that like so many things can be avoided, especially coming full circle with relationships, especially in things like relationships where, you know, people fight and fight and fight and it it feels like nobody's listening to anybody and and there's no progress made and nothing's working out and, and you're just like, what the hell is going on? And it's so frustrating and so beyond stressful. And so like, I genuinely believe that if we can like conquer that that feeling of shame and that feeling of needing to bottle ourselves up and like wall ourselves off from the people that love us that we love and care about like for whatever reason I genuinely believe that like we can all manage to be on the same page in one way or another it's just a matter of being able to communicate these things in a healthy way and so I'm definitely on the road to self-discovery when it comes to where that shame comes from and why I feel embarrassed when I'm let down and why I feel like I can't express those things. And when I do express those things, that like sinking feeling in my gut that I get when I do, even over something as small as a delayed package, you know, like that disappointment should not be something that I feel I need to hide from people. And yet, like when my car was delayed, like I was so stressed and not because the car was delayed, but because I didn't know what to tell people. I was so hype. I was talking to people like about how excited I was and all this stuff. And then I was like, oh gosh, now I got to like turn around. And every time someone's like, oh, how's the car? I have to be like, oh, it didn't come yet. And like that to me is like such a stressful situation and it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be. So Here's my advice, right? And I'm not qualified to give you advice. And I, you know, disclaimer, like have no fucking idea what I'm doing, what I'm saying, or what any of this even means to anybody or if anyone's even going to listen to this. But my advice to you, if you are listening to this and you do understand what I'm talking about and what I'm feeling is to just have the conversation, Because the more we have these conversations, the easier it's going to be to continue to have these conversations, to break down these walls, to be able to dive face first into what makes us uncomfortable until it's no longer uncomfortable. And I'm on that journey with you. And I think that it's a great, great practice. I really, really do. Um... That being said, that's just when shit doesn't work out, you know? Um, I have no idea how to wrap up a podcast episode. Um, (laughs) This is my first time ever doing this. Um, So I'm going to be nice and quirky and awkward. And I am just going to say that I hope you enjoy listening to me. I hope you can resonate and genuinely appreciate the things that I have to say. Um, I hope that you feel a little less alone and I hope that each week you decide to tune in and join me on whatever fucking path this is that I'm on. Um, So yeah, I am going to clock back in at work because I am just an average 28-year-old mom living in a small apartment, doing my damn job. 
and I will hopefully be able to connect with you guys um, next week. (laughs) Thanks for listening. This is the end of episode fucking one. Unlocked, unloaded. Bye.